Hello and welcome to I honestly don't know what show this is. Holy shit. <laughs> the only show that doesn't know what the show is. Welcome to No Applause, Just the Class. Or are we nerd vomit? Uh, that's Ooh. up to you. Your call. I was honestly going to call the episode uh, <laughs> No Applause, <laughs> Just the Vomit. vomit? Yeah. Like, that works. it's some kind of feral hybrid. Works for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> or like, No Vomit, Just the Nerd. Just the Clap. No vomit. There's a little, like, yeah, like, you always have like, one or more of the other. It doesn't matter. Eh, whatever. It's one of our pop culture shows. Yeah. Uh, if this was Nerd Vomit, I would say, I'm Doug, I'm a nerd, and I vomit. I'm joined by my co-nerdy Vomiter. vomiteer, or whatever I say. Fucking <laughs> mouseketeer vomiter. Uh, <laughs> Lizzie. Lizzie. <laughs> the, yeah, only show who just got a headache. Um, <laughs> We're already... <laughs> Already off to a good start. <laughs> oh, 30 seconds off the rails. Uh, this one's going to be kind of a, I'd call it a catch-up episode. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, we're going to get into a bunch of stuff that we hadn't gotten into in No Apologies Just the Clap. It's going to be new content that we would do on Nerd Vomit. And in the words of Dan, fuck it, let's just get everything involved. Let's get right into it. <laughs> I don't know where you want to start. <laughs> no applause, just the vomiting. Just the damn vomit. <laughs> just, just, yeah, there you go. Just the damn. No vomit. applause, just the damn vomit. All right. I will remember that for the title. Probably. All right. Um, I'll make a note later. Um, I've got a bunch of books I read. That yeah, why don't we start with those? Okay, great. Um, I read Electric Idol. It's by uh, Katie Roberts. I made the mistake uh, by buying the second book in the series. Oh, you didn't buy the first? No. You started with the second. Yes. Okay. So I have to kind of piece together a little bit of backstory. Okay. But basically, Katie Roberts writes the the mythology from like Greek mythology, mm-hmm. Mount Olympus, but with like you know a modern take. The name of the city they're in is Olympus. <laughs> a little on the nose. Okay. So far, not modern. Uh, the docks area is past the River Styx, where Hades lives with his new wife Persephone. Okay. That was in the first book after the original Zeus was he either committed suicide or was murdered by being thrown off the top of like the Olympus skyscraper or whatever they call it. Okay. Um, and his son Perseus takes over because in this world you can either be voted in democratically into certain positions in godhood well political Godhood, we'll say. But there are legacy ones, such as Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon. Okay. Um, Electric Idol, the second book, which I'm not even going to fuck with the first book, um, was the story of Psyche and Eros. Um, Psyche, daughter of... Oh, fuck. D- I'm going to fuck that up. It's not Demeter, because I think she's the bad guy. Anyway. Series? No, it's... Um, Wait, who is the daughter again? What's her name? Psyche is the daughter of... Andromeda? Andromeda? No, Andromeda is a daughter as well. It's, um... Maybe it is Demeter. I'm... Yes, it is Demeter. Because uh, Eros is the daughter of Aphrodite. And he's kind of her cleaner. Okay. Like her kind of hitman cleaner type guy. And she's a social influencer. Basically, the premise is... Aphrodite says kill her to um, Eros about Psyche mm-hmm. and he's like or we could fake a wedding at which point they really do fall in love throughout 
the book, but it's basically kind of a very slow burn fuckathon. Okay. So, uh, well, I'm remembering Greek mythology. Uh, she actually wasn't a goddess. She was born human. But her beauty rivaled Aphrodite's. You're talking about Psyche? Yeah. And so she had Eros kill her? Try to kill her? Yes. That's, yeah, that's pretty much Greek mythology. Right. Okay. But basically it's love and logic, which so, are very two competing so, so it's, ideas. It's Greek mythology meets Game, Game, Game of Thrones meets Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of Grey. Because there's a lot of talk about... Meets the Sleeping Beauty Chronicles by Anne Rice. By Anne Rice. Or, oh God, what, what was the actual name she wrote that under? It was like Susan Baroque or some shit. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, it was a pseudonym. Or you can go into really hardcore vampire eroticism and Poppy Zebra. I don't her. know what that is. Oh, yeah. She was a New Orleans author. Lots of... Well, I mean, so was Anne Rice. Lots of gay, straight, lesbian. Like, I mean, everybody's fucking everybody. They're all vampires. They're, they're just, you know, have a field day. Sexuality is a thing of humans. Yeah. <laughs> um... I actually was pleasantly surprised by it. I thought it was going to be like, well, to be perfectly honest, dumb. Okay. Um, I thought it was going to be dumb. I thought it was going to be poorly written. I would say, and this is going to sound so douchey, and I'm sorry, yeah. but as a, someone who writes, as a writer, mm-hmm. like I could tell, I'm like, oh, you wrote that chapter the day after you wrote that other chapter because you like you start reusing phrases and words where I'm like, you didn't write that at the same time like you didn't write those two chapters in one day mm-hmm. so the word choices were a little clunky at times I was pleasantly surprised actually and I haven't gotten the third book and I think there's a fourth book out now I'm actually going to keep reading them okay um it didn't help I was reading that while I was reading the very end of Pornland which is a <laughs> okay you were just on a... I was on a sex tear yeah um, Pornland is a book that I think we've talked about on air before, but it's basically about how porn like has hijacked our sexuality through being mainstreamed and normalized. And then I read a book where I'm like, the guy goes, I just really want to bite her ass. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, that's what this is talking about, but I do like the other one better. Right. Um, so, and it jumps between, it, it was very, you know, um, Twilight and that it jumps between like Psyche and, the, and Eros mm-hmm. um, but once again I kind of like that because it gives it you know you get context to both sides um, uh, Warren Ellis's gun machine does that with the police detective and the serial killer where you get like kind of every other chapter is the point of view of the other one to the other one okay if that made any sense yeah um, I liked it like I said I'm going to read at least you know the next book and I picked that up actually next week um fourth book we'll see um but yeah it's all about kind of the, the political intrigue as well of like the the marrying this person to that person and like marrying like um persephone to hades as like was it love was it a political thing okay. you know um perseus the new zeus needs to choose a new hera and that's one of the inherited um mantles it's actually very interesting um i mean some of it's like i said like oh on the nose um, less tongue-in-cheek and then there's there's some tongue-in-cheek uh, and yeah, other things in there. Ch- yeah and other things in yeah there's probably cell. a lot of things in mm-hmm. cheek so to speak yeah Eros has to uh, set a timer while he eats out Psyche so they don't miss the wedding dress fitting 
Um, and that's when their relationship is still fake. So, uh, but I mean, I liked it. I mean, is it a guilty pleasure? I'd say that at best. It's not going to win any Bram Stoker awards. Right. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? But um, the fact that it's a New York Times bestseller, I'm like, it's because it's a sexy fuck book. <laughs> and that's just a thing now. Like, it's thanks to Twilight, Fifty Shades, the whole, uh, I can't remember what the actual name of the series that Electric Idol is from, but yeah, like that whole thing. That so whole, you're going to read the first one then? No, I, I pretty much put together what kind of what happened. Okay. I was like, all right, um, Zeus has got a very mysterious death. Could be Demeter, could be someone else. We don't know if he jumped or was thrown off. I'm assuming that gets looked into in further books. Um, Ares runs a private security firm, like a private military. Of course he is. Yeah, of course he is. He's Ares. Um, and of course, he's got a thing like quietly on the side with Aphrodite, like, mm-hmm. which. Once again, mythology-wise, was absolutely true. Yes, it was. So, which, yeah, there was a video game where that was very uncomfortable, and it's not the one you think it is. I unfortunately can't think of that fucking game off the top of my head. <laughs> um, it was basically a really cartoony version of God of War. Okay. Um, I'll think of it later. Oh, and it was the third DLC. Sucked ass. Um, I read in. Uh, Intervention of Sound. Good, Doug. Uh, Invention of Sound, the new Chuck Palahniuk. Fucking fantastic. Once again, he's evolved as a writer where he has those, what he calls, hidden guns. Mm-hmm. And I honestly didn't see this one coming until the very end. Okay. Now, he's got books like Snuff where I'm like, that's the twist. Like, you know, the, the M. Night Shyamalan, like, oh, that's the twist. What a twist. What a twist. Um, this one, it starts off with this woman who effectively serial kills people for real sounding screams for Hollywood Foley. Okay. And a guy who's trying to find his abducted daughter. And how those two end up, like, meshing as a story mm-hmm. is insane. Uh, really good. There's also like kind of a <clears throat> failing um, screen queen that kind of joins the fold and fakes her kidnapping. And that all comes together as well. And by the end of it, I was pretty much very uncomfortable. Like, the way it kind of comes around full circle is is great. But yeah. like, not okay emotionally. <laughs> like, I was like... Oh, I, uh, mm, mm, mm. Um, but like the way the Foley artist labels her work is like child fling father figure with like shearing knife number four. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the guy who buys it is like, oh, that's catchy. And she's like, yeah, well, just wait till the Oscar apocalypse, which does happen. Okay. Um, it's interesting. I can tell it's based on one idea, and then he kind of went, you know who I could have like built into that idea, that idea, that idea, that idea. Um, but it's all about like sound resonance. <laughs> is basically kind of the undermining idea of it, um, which is very strange for someone like Chuck Palahniuk. Like, right. You wouldn't think the guy would research sound resonance and human behavior, but he did, and it worked. <laughs> 
Um, what was your other one? Uh, Batman Zero Year by uh, Scott yeah. Snyder and okay. Scott Capullo. All right. Who I've, I mean, I've been a huge fan of the Scott Snyder run. I haven't read, I haven't read as much of it as I should have. Um, I mean, I read Court of Owls. I read um, Batman versus no Batman versus Robin's um, Grant Morrison, but um, I read Court of Owls. Oh, I guess that's it. And then I read Batman Zero Year, which is basically when Bruce Wayne comes back to Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't become Batman yet. Right, it was he was just starting to get his things together. Yeah, that, and like crusade. There's an interesting take on like the Red Hood and the Red Hood gang where basically they kind of blackmail like Gotham's elite to becoming part of the Red Hood gang. But I thought the Red Hood came uh, from one of the Robins. I thought one of the Robins was the Red Hood. The second Robin, Jason Todd, became yeah. the Red Hood, but the Red Hood was originally the Joker. Oh, okay. All right. So he kind of tells like a half-assed, well, I wouldn't say half-assed, but like kind of a early origin to kind of the new version of like the Red Hood, the Red Hood gang. They okay. all have numbers. Bruce Wayne's coming back. Everyone thinks he's dead. And then they're like, you should come back, you know, like run Wayne Industries. Right. Like, I can't, like, because, you know, I'm dead and I want to be back. Well, a vigilante, effectively. Right. Um, it's basically a, a, a modified version of whatever you're beginning of, of what step you, back like, in. Basically, years. when he says year zero, I mean, yeah. it's basically a modified version of year one. Right. Um, you do have very interesting character takes on Dr. Death, which was fucking terrifying. He's a guy who has like some kind of bone mutagenic thing, okay. and his bones just keep growing, and he's just grotesque and awful. Um, he combines that with Pamela Isley's poison ivy, poison ivy. Yeah. where like they he poisons people that turn into like grotesque bone trees. Which I don't know she if you just, remember. She just likes the way his bones grow. Yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All, right. All, right. all right, all right, all right. I see. Okay, okay. Oh, she's immune to all kinds of shit. She could take his bone and have it grow and not get poisoned. This is pre Ivy. This is just she's just mentioned by name. You don't even see poison ivy. Mm. Um, And then you see the Riddler effectively drop Gotham into the Dark Ages with, like, effectively an EMP. Right. Um, Everything's overgrown in plants thanks to Pamela Isley's research. Right. Um, There are weather balloons filled with the toxic bone growth formula, and Batman's got to figure all this out while becoming Batman, and, like, Jim Gordon's not a commissioner yet. Like, it's... It's actually really fucking good. Okay. The timeline's a little skewed. Like, it, it was one of those, I'm like, wait, when did this exactly happen? Like, in continuity of... Right. That, you know, I mean, famously, Scott Snyder started with, like, the Court of Owls. Right. When Batman's been Batman forever. Mm-hmm. Well, not Batman forever. But, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> Speaking of bones and holes. Um, Jesus. Oh, no, that wasn't with the cod pieces. That was uh, nope. Batman Robin. <clears throat> that was... It was Batman Robin. Yeah, that was the Bat Nipples. No. Did they both have cod pieces? No. They were both Schumacher. Bat Nipples, I thought, was the one with Alicia Silverstone. Cause I remember Batman and Robin. It was a Batman. Yeah, okay, you're right. But <laughs> Batman Forever had the Holy Rested Metal Batman. Batman Forever had the Batman American Express card. Yes. And a Batman that smiled, which yep. George Clooney is. has since stopped apologizing <laughs> for, but should... Should keep apologizing. <laughs> um... 
Uh, I loved Year Zero. Or I'm sorry, Zero Year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're a Batman fan, you should read it. I put it on par with everything from... Well, I'm not a huge fan of the ending killing joke, um, which I recently talked about with a friend. But I'd put it up with any of one of the, one of the best like bat the, runs. The classic, ever. the classic I mean, stories. Yeah. Everybody knows. I think Zero Year is one of those like modern classics. Okay. Um, Was that it? Uh, those are the three books I read. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Have you guys gotten to go over the st- all the stuff that got released at D23 yet from Marvel? Uh, some. Some of it. Okay. I think so, we might have done that I mean, off air, and that's why I'm getting. Okay. I mean, they, they obviously showed a bunch of footage from Wakanda Forever. Um, Leticia Wright's not going to They did nice show uh, <laughs> Ironheart. Um, I guess the main bad guy is called The Hood. Which, a lot of interesting implications there. Yeah, there could be. And then they showed some, the tra- a trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Did they? Yes, they did. I was not aware of that. finally got to see Kang. Um... It's a heist movie again. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, just, he's a thief. Yeah, I know. I just, you know, I was kind of like, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I don't know. How much do you know of The Hood? Nothing. I don't know who that character is. So, he was created by um, Brian K. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. He was like a low-level street thug who okay. ends up kind of coming across this mystical hood and shoes that can make him fly. And I think The Hood like made him invisible or something. Okay. He ends up, uh, at one point... Getting all the villains together and going, look, they've never taken us all together. Let's do it. Like Legion of Doom style. Like, so not even Legion of Doom, Doom style. Like Rogue Gallery but like, kind of thing. But like, if you cross the Legion of Doom with like organized crime, okay, that's what you get. Where like, <clears throat> they can't take all of us. Right. Um, you later find out that the hood, like the physical hood that he wears, mm-hmm. uh, is some kind of connection to not Memphisto who's the other one from Doctor Strange uh, Dormammu so now you've got like dark magic yeah, and all that okay. shit it starts like does it corrupt him is he actually utilizing the right. uh, the corruption like it gets really good okay um, he's he's a heavy hitter at this point so to have the hood get introduced is it's like it's kind of interesting okay like I know they sometimes I think they like once again, I, and I, I don't know if it was you or not. No, it was Calvin. Where I was talking about like the last season of Jessica Jones on Netflix. Yes. Where I'm like, if you would have told me I was going to be really engaged in an episode about Jessica Jones, which at that point was an unknown character. Pretty much, yeah. And your big bads were going to be Hellcat mm-hmm. and Fool Killer. Uh-huh. You're out of your fucking mind. Right. That's the bottom of the barrel. They made it work. And... Now they're pulling in the hood, and I'm like, okay. I felt that same way about Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, they're not as unknown now, but when that movie came out, no one Rocket Raccoon was not a thing. No. Star Wars was not a thing. No. Um, they have, I mean, I knew, I knew Gamora, com- Gamora, I knew. The comics have been around for a long time. And but it's a different But it's a different Incarnations. Yeah. But, you know, no one really... The comics kept changing incarnations because they weren't selling real well all the time. So it was like a, pretty much a no-name title that they just went Yondu we was still really have the, only, only my guy I mean yeah, well, from the original Guardians we still have the rights to this let's make this <laughs> well but I mean Kevin Feige was right when they started yeah. Marvel and they did a good job and he goes who do we have the rights to and they go Captain America Iron Man Thor, Thor and Hulk kinda Hulk <laughs> I think it might have I have Paramount still has it that's why they haven't made another Hulk movie 
or, or was it Paramount or is it a uh, yeah it's Paramount I think well yeah but Disney wants Paramount at this point. but I know what you mean but basically Feige was like we have the Avengers yeah which I was never a big Avengers fan I, I really I yeah. never was I was here and there I liked certain storylines I wasn't a big follower of them um, I was a bigger Justice League but that's just because when Grant Morrison started writing them that's when mm-hmm. I was reading a shit ton of comics and working at my lie and mm-hmm. um, and Justice League was even though I didn't like Superman I was like okay right the Avengers I was like eh. Captain America never grabbed me he never did he didn't grab me okay. until Ed Brubaker started writing him and he started getting like, Winter Soldier and all that kind of stuff yeah maybe, maybe it was the West Coast Avengers I liked better because it was Hawkeye Scarlet Witch Vision like I like that I like that series better at least with that set of characters West Coast Avengers yep God, I, Captain America me was kind of like Superman at the time he was a goody good the, the Boy Scouts yeah I'll give you that <clears throat> okay I got a, I got a, I got a straight question for you okay and this is a deep deep dive on, on the comics God okay so if you like the West Coast Avengers did you ever read like or hate <laughs> The great, the great. Bing, bing, Mary kill. Um, oh, Force works. I never read it. I don't remember it if I did. Okay. So it's if when, I did read it, I obviously didn't like it because I don't Stark, care about it. <laughs> Stark starts his own like West West Coast event. Oh no, I don't. I it didn't was that. it was rough, and it was like in the nineties when like things were gritty and dark, mm-hmm. and like Scarlet Witch dressed like a hook. Well, yeah, everyone yeah, dressed yeah. like a fucking hooker. Yeah, they all dressed. And like Ghost Rider was in every issue uh-huh. type of thing. Or they yeah, had the a, Midnight Suns are everywhere. Uh, they had a crossover. Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man, Wolverine. I mean, yeah. like, you know, that's when you get like Sleepwalker, which I still. Oh like. wow! I is that the big green alien-looking dude. Yeah, okay, I remember him. Yep, I, I remember, remember him in the second Deathlock. Good time. Oh god, the second Deathlock. I oh was buying god. those comics from a Glen uh, Glenwood Springs fucking bookstore. Jesus. Just to have something to fucking read. And I remember How I got out there. Uh-huh. All family right. vacations. Oh, okay. And I remember I got the Glow in the Dark Max Texiera, if I'm saying that right, I'm not. Glow in the Dark Ghost Rider, it was the Danny Catch Ghost Rider issue 15. And I got it and I read it and then I obviously didn't want to carry it cuz I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was. And my mom folded it and put it in her oh, bag no. and I fucking had like, it was like nerd rage meltdown. Where I'm like, I'll carry it. Just don't. What, you're rolling it up? You're folding it? And I think that yeah. still might be in my copper collection, actually, now that I think about it. Um, well, what else? Anyway. Yeah, so anyway. They did, Sorry, I thought um, I'd No, no, they did show a trailer, which I've seen for uh, Werewolf by Night. It's like a one shot. Um, it's a special presentation. It is a press, which is what they're now calling. So remember, they used to do the one shot things with like Thor and the roommate and. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so and like a funny thing happened on the way to the hammer, yeah. or whatever that was. So they're they're switching. Hail to the King was the one the, from Iron Man three. Yeah, so they're switching those to something called Disney Presents or Marvel Presents, or Marvel Special Presentation. And this is the first of those. Um, have you seen the Secret Invasion trailer yet? Okay, because I did like. I that. nodded. Yeah, I mean, I, I. No, I'm sorry for. It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I like, think I agree. It could be interesting. I mean, they got enough people in it. I mean. There's a Secret lot of invasion. I'd be interested to see where the ramifications for that goes. Well, true. It well, can't it, be it, that it, over. It leads into armor wars. Does, Does it really? Yes, that's armor wars is right after Secret Invasion. 
and it takes place right after a secret invasion in their timeline. Um, they talk about Loki season two. They announced Fantastic Four again. Um, no I, cast. No cast. No cast yet. Director. But they did announce the director of WandaVision will will be the film director. Um, if anyone can get Fantastic Four right, it's going to be Marvel. Yep. They did show Echo. They showed some yep, footage from that. Echo, um, which had Kingpin in it. I believe the new Dare, the new version of Daredevil was in it because then they kicked over to Daredevil Born Again, which has Matt Murdock played by the same guy who was in the Netflix series. Charlie Cox. Yeah. Um, and he's got that kind of yellowish outfit. Like, it's not bright yellow, thank God. But it is a nice little throwback to the original Daredevil. Daredevil. How we all knew costume. you were blind as you wore a yellow and red suit. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. Um, can I. Printing other colors was expensive in those days. Hulk was gray. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. Tell me if this is not where you want to go with it. Okay. But I will say, I want to applaud, and also slash boo, but more applaud, She Hulk. For they had an episode where they teased uh-huh. Daredevil, and the next episode was a standalone wedding episode called like Just Jen. Just Jen, yeah. And I'm like, I appreciate that you kind of subverted our mm-hmm. expectations on that. Like we're all like, motherfucker Daredevil. It's yeah. like, nope, Jen Walters at a fucking wedding. Did you catch the? Uh, I think it was the episode where she's looking for a job. She's scrolling through something on her computer. And there's this quick news clip about guy with and metal claws. And it says, guys with metal claws in bar fight. I'm like, fuck yeah! Yeah, but like every, okay, every time there's a Marvel movie and there's. I don't like, think that means they're going to introduce them anytime soon. Oh, God. They, just, yeah. you know, it's they, nice they have to little, be very careful with the X Men, actually. Yeah, they do. Well, and you and I have talked but about like, that. And, well, like at the end of The Eternals, they're like, everyone their mother was like, well, The Eternal like, is frozen now and it's going to expel energy and that's mutants. And I'm like, they're going to do mutants how they're going to do mutants. Yeah. It's not going to be something like. That Eternal or Peter Parker turning back, uh, you know, time or whatever. Mm. Like, the multiverse is going to bring everyone in. Like, it's nice that they had that where we had, like, the Professor X in um, Doc Strange mm-hmm. 2. It's like, dun, 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 Yeah, and they finally gave some cast cast recognition to people. Saying yeah, that, I mean, just know, like... The guy from the office a, needed to be... It was a little fan service. But yeah. I don't think it's... Well, I would like to see him be Bree Richards. I would, too, honestly. but I don't think it'll be... I don't, I don't know if that'll be the case. I don't know. Um, but did you ever read the Daredevil Born Again series? Yeah. with um, I hope they do that story. That was Frank Miller. That was uh, yeah, I really hope Kingpin they, and Nuke, right? I hope they do that story. I hope they do it the way I, mean, I remember the comic. But yeah, I, I hope they do this, the comic story in their own way, obviously. It's going to be interesting with... Because Netflix, the Netflix series was obviously edgier and darker. Mm-hmm. And they could play around with the fact that they actually, actually did kind of see Nuke. He didn't have the... Um, Face mask. The, the flag, yeah, yeah, the flag tattoo, or whatever that was, um, and the fact that he was part of like Weapon Six or uh-huh. whatever it was, but like you didn't have, like you did have that he was ex-military and he was on pills that mm-hmm. calmed him down, slowed him down, yep. whatever. Marvel being part of Disney, they're not going to be like, and now we have like a drug act, like you know what I mean? Like I, I mean, don't... they're about to introduce Deadpool, so they're they're going to get a little. They're gonna get a little darker, I think, a little more. But I think they're edgier. gonna. I, yes, but I think they're gonna pick and choose where they do it, and I don't think bringing back Daredevil's. I mean, they had drugs involved in the Cloak and Dagger series, and that was on fucking what, Freeform. 
Hulu, which yeah, well, well, I mean, it was on Freeform. No, Freeform is what Disney Family became. Yeah, but I mean, it's free. Yeah, but it wasn't like it was explicit, but it wasn't at the same time. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like when they talk about drugs on like CSI. Like it wasn't like true, but it's still something. Drugs they talk about like on The Sopranos but, but, or HBO. But, but how or, many times do you see drugs at all in Disney movies? Like I mean, in any kind of real way. The fact they even had it in there is impressive. It's not like Pixar puts fucking drug usage in cartoons. It's I'm like, sure there are references. We just... Kids didn't catch them. Um, <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, it is a step forward. I, I hesitate saying forward, but... I mean, they're... they're That's why I say they have to pick and choose. Because, I'm sure. I mean, they know. They know through Fox with Deadpool and mm-hmm. Logan that... Us adults grown up want to see grown up movies. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to make the money doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about the new Captain America movie. They brought the cast out. Um, Tim Blake Nelson returned as the leader. Yep, um, and from the Incredible Hulk, uh, Isaiah Bradley, will be who was the first black super soldier guy, the actor uh, Carl something. Um, Matt Weathers, but yeah. No, but... Carl Lumbey. He's in it. Um, he was the voice of Martian Manhunter. And then the guy who becomes the new Falcon. Yeah, he, yeah. They brought him out. Um, that one... Their problematic issue is... <laughs> thanks, MAGA. Um, <laughs> you're going to have Sabra. Yep, that's what I was getting to that. They, they did say that the Italian mutant super spy will be... Not Italian. I Israeli, sorry. Mm-hmm. Israeli. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Italian would be a lot less of an issue. But having an Israeli superhero in a movie called New World Order yep. is not what the Red Hops want to see. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Despite being pro-Israeli, weirdly enough. Yeah, right. Um, I'd be int- I'm, I'm interested to see how they reinvent Sabra, because they said they're going to reinvent her. Sabra's one of those I'm... She kind of gets lost in the shuffle. I, I think she's a mutant. She is, and she's got like basic super, like physical abilities. Like, mm-hmm. like she's fast, she's strong, hard to hurt. She's like a super. That's she's like a it. super soldier almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she doesn't have like hand blasts or anything. Like no, but she's still a mutant, which again, finally got said at the end of Ms. Marvel. They finally did say the word mutant in the in the last little. 20 seconds after the credit post credit scene of Ms. Marvel I'm dodging eye contact because I haven't seen it okay um, I was basically told to Wikipedia the first five episodes and then watch the I think one. you should watch the whole series they did a really good job with the history of that country and the people and I I, I read the books I liked them I, I'm, I'm okay with it I just I heard it was a really very slow, slow burn oh yeah it was very slow burn um and I appreciate how the change of power is that it makes sense. Yeah. Well, but at the same time, at the very... I'm going to... Can I... Okay. Since I've already said this, um, in the last 30 seconds of the, of the series, after the post, in the post credit scene, while her powers come from a bangle that her grandmother gave her it's or something... because of a mutation. She responds to it a certain way, and he says, because you're like a mutant or something. Yeah. I think Calvin kind of... So... Finally said it because I was like, it's been a while. Just yeah. Uh, they talked about the Thunderbolts. I think I even texted you like the lineup. It's White Widow, uh, Winter Soldier, Red, Red Guardian, Guardian, U.S. Agent, Taskmaster, and, and Ghost. Ghost. Which 
I'm okay with ghosts. I'm glad they're bringing ghosts back. I, I'm surprised Red Guardian's in there. I'm surprised Winter Soldier's in there, actually. Well, and that's... We talked about that, too. We, I don't know how what's going to happen in Captain America 4. I don't know what's going to happen in Iron Wars. Everything or, else. You know, Armor Wars, whatever it's called. Um, you know, it, there's so many shit before it. Or, or Secret Invasion. I mean, you know, yeah, Secret Invasion's so going to create that whole... Who's been a fucking... Scroll and this maybe, whole and time. Maybe Secret Invasion is why uh, <clears throat> what's name, the Contessa blah 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 is setting mm-hmm. up the Thunderbolts. Maybe so. I hope it's not the Taskmaster from Black Widow. Uh, when they put the picture up on the screen, because I did watch the the someone recorded the presentation. It was the it was the the character that they painted on the screen was the, was the one from Black Widow. I'm hoping they because apparently like I remember. The main character, Taskmaster, dying, but apparently I'm wrong. No, she didn't die. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping they go, something happened to her. I don't care what. She she was injured in the last fight with Black Widow and de- kind of deprogrammed. And then the other Widows, including White Widow, took her with them when they left the battle scene as okay, the so shield guys were pulled. Or whoever those guys were. They're going to say she maintained her photographic... Uh, the. Abilities. The what are the uh, the photographic muscle memory or whatever, yeah. whatever the actual Taskmaster has. Yeah. Um, despite being deprogrammed, which uh, because it was all computers, he had rewired his daughter. Like it was something he had done to her brain to make her be able to do that. I know, but like my thing is like, I love the original Taskmaster. It's like I did too, and he's such a dick. Like he's such a dick. Yeah. That's why I like him. Um. So we'll see. I mean, I, I don't like, you know, like a mute Taskmaster. I don't like, I don't know. I, I, I'm a classicalist at, on that one. I know. So, I know. but I mean, Winter Soldier being there is, to me, a little tricky. But once again, we don't know what happens on um, Secret Invasion no, or, that stuff. Um, yeah. And that's stuff that's like years out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Secret Invasion and Armor Wars will probably be next year, I think. Um... Because they've got Werewolf by Night coming out at Halloween, so maybe one of them comes out around Christmas. Um, uh, or, no, Secret Invasion's early 2023. But and and that's, so that's weird. Okay, so well, they what say... What coming out this year? There's a bunch of, well, there's Se- a bunch of stuff at the end of this year. Secret Invasion is 2023. Loki 2 is going to release in summer of 2023. Um... They've still got Ant Man and Ant Man coming out later this year, I think, right? Or is that next year? There's something. Oh, Black Panther comes out this year. Yeah. Yeah, in November. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a Christmas Guardians of the Galaxy thing this year too, and then there's a or it's Which a Halloween. Which doesn't have Rocket or Groot. Right. Enough. Well, because Groot's got his own little cartoon now. Oh yeah. It is, yeah. I, I tried watching it. It was definitely aimed for kids and and nothing else. Um. Yeah, Black Panthers this year, Guardians of the Galaxy is next year in May, Blade is next year in November, Thunderbolts are saying is June of 2024, or sorry, July of 2024, um, the next Avengers movie will be Kang, Kang Dynasty in May of 2025. Which, interestingly, based on that title. Yeah, I mean, next year is Guardians 3, Ant-Man and Wasp in February, Guardians 3 in May, and then Marvel's in July, and then Blade in November, and then which are very disparate titles. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, we talked about this. I I believe the last time we all got together, mm-hmm. where I said 
the phases on this next one are like they move fast. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh we're gonna build the Avengers. Like now we're building. Well, they are still kind of doing that, but they've got so many other media outlets to do it. They're not just using the movies, movies. anymore. I mean, they've got all the series on because they have You're said right. like She Hulk will be in Avengers. That they came out and said that at one point when they were talking about She Hulk. She Hulk's gonna be in one of the Avengers movies. Good honor. Yeah. So uh, Captain America. I cannot out. wait to watch her like <clears throat> break the fourth wall in Avengers. I know, right? Movie. Maybe that's how they get Deadpool in there. Is, is she breaks the fourth wall. And he goes, wait, you can hear me? He's like, you broke the fourth wall, and I got... I don't know. Uh, Captain America's 2024, so is Thunderbolts. Uh, and Fantastic Four is 2024 as well. And then Avengers Kang is May of 2025, and Secret Wars is the last is the next Avengers movie after that. And that's November of 2025. So, and, and God knows what else they have on the plate that they haven't even announced yet. Secret Wars is... That could be really cool. That could be so it cool. It could be, but it could And be. maybe that's how they bring in X-Men. Maybe that's how they bring in all these mutants. Because he, if I remember right, Secret Wars was he grabbed a bunch of heroes from different planes of existence and different timelines and different realities. Nah, he just basically grabbed everybody. Well, but there were, there the were, there were, there were all the different worlds, weren't they? Because I thought it was... You're thinking the new Secret Wars. Yeah. I'm thinking the old right. Secret Wars. Right. Okay, sorry. No, sorry. I remember the old, the old Secret Wars was they, he grabbed the, Everybody. the Earth's heroes and threw them into a battlefield. But Battle the World. second version of, of Secret Wars was the world. They started, that's how you get like Miles Morales mm-hmm. into the 616 yeah. and stuff like that. And like people that are dead are now back again. Right. And you've got Wolverine as opposed to Old Man mm-hmm. Logan old and Logan. all that jazz. Yep. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, that could be the way they bring in Deadpool and, and the X-Men and whoever else they feel like bringing into at that point. I mean, you say 2024, but I mean, that's... Two years? I said 2025. Less. Okay. I mean... Secret Wars is 2025. Okay. So that's probably so, the end of their... So, so three years. And it was the end of 2025. So they got three years. And again, it's not just movies anymore. It's movies and the series and... Podcasts and whatever yeah. else. I mean, you know, they're, they're flying high. Um... Something else, this is this is totally not Marvel. This was something random that I actually made a note on because I was like, what the fuck? I was surprised I hadn't heard about it. I was watching, I think, like Monday Night Football or something. It was on. And they kicked a commercial for a second, and there's this trailer that comes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's got Chloe um, Moretz, Chloe Grace Moretz in it. Mm-hmm. So I started paying attention because I'm like, I like her. And it's called The Peripheral. I'm like, that's a, yeah, that's a William Gibson book. Amazon's apparently got a, a movie for The Peripheral. I don't know it, that one. It comes out, it's one of his newer books. It came okay. out like maybe, I don't know, seven years. The last ago. new one I read from him was Spook Country, which is... Oh, there have like, been a few since then. I'm sure. Oh, that was like ten years ago. Yeah. He has got he put a few more out since then. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've always been looking to see them do the Neuromancer movie, and the last time I heard anything about it, like the guy who did Deadpool... The director for Deadpool was... Oh, like, David Letch or whatever his name yeah, is? Yeah, he... Tim, or uh, Leach? How are you saying? No, it was... Tim, or Leith? Tim, Tim Miller. Oh, the original Deadpool. Yes. Tim Miller was going to adapt Neuromancer for Fox. And that was in like 2017. So obviously that's not happening anymore. Neither. Or it's gotten temporarily shelved or something. It's in development hell. Um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that starts like October 21st. It's a series. It's not a movie. It's a series. 
It goes hmm. from like October 21st through the beginning of December. Once one, with one episode a week like they've been doing. So that'll be cool. I'll take a look at that. Yeah, you should. I think I think it'll be... Uh, hopefully they do a good What job. if they adapted from Millie Gibson? Now that I think about it, like really... Like, now, uh, honestly, besides Johnny Mnemonic? No, Johnny Mnemonic was Philip K. Dick. No, that's William Gibson. You sure? I'm positive. It was a short story. It was originally a short story. You can look it up. I know I'm right on this one. Mm-hmm. You're you're wrong on this one. I promise. <laughs> I know most of the time you're right when it comes to this, but not this time. But uh, yeah, and <laughs> you're right. It was yeah. Oh yeah, I remember because it came out. Oh, of I know what I'm thinking. I know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of um, what's the one with uh, Ben Affleck where the the tagline is uh, they'll remember they'll remember it for you for free. Uh, I don't you, know. You, but you know what I'm talking about. It's like, the, not the paycheck. Is that right? I don't know if that's what. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Well, now you look that up. But, um, <laughs> but go ahead. Um, yeah, no, that was all. Sorry, right. sorry. I, I, would just, there's, I haven't even had a chance to watch the whole trailer again because I've been busy packing and starting new positions and all kinds of stuff. So I, I, I haven't gotten there yet. Um I guess I better do it soon, though, since that's October 21st. There's a lot happening in October, I'll tell you that much. <clears throat> Don't want to get into it too much right now, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, if you, if you pull up... If you pull up um, his IMDb, it says he's a writer and actor. Who's that? William Gibson. What uh, is he acting? Probably had a bit shot. One like of his, cameos and all this stuff, uh-huh. like... Like, uh, what's his name? Known for Johnny Mnemonic, Pattern Recognition, which I didn't realize they had adapted that, and X Files. I knew X Files. I, I knew you were a couple of yeah, because you wrote the Cyber Goth. Mm-hmm, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Pattern Recognition. It, that that movie's been announced, or whatever they're gonna do with it has been announced, but they haven't. Um, they haven't announced like anything else about it. Um, there's a movie called The New Rose Hotel. It's a kind of short story that he wrote. Um, Tomorrow Calling. Chaos Engine was a video game, which was based on the, or inspired by the book. Uh, Paycheck was based on Paycheck by Philip K. Dick. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. Because it was one of those, like, we'll remember it uh, for you for free, was like the tagline. Okay. But you have to pay to get it back. (laughs) Some shit like Like that. Like pneumatic. Except there wasn't a fucking CA cocaine addicted dolphin in it. Or, you know. Was it heroin? Was it heroin? Whatever the dolphins are. I don't remember. Well, I remember. In mnemonic. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember the dolphin. I don't remember what he was addicted to. But I do remember fucking Keanu Reeves standing in a junkyard screaming about, I want a $5,000 a night hooker. I just remember that the dolphin's caretaker was Henry Rollins. Yep. (laughs) No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It was Ice T. Or Ice Cube. No, it was Ice T. Okay. No. It was Ice Cube. Oh, Henry Rollins was, was the guy the that connected them. Yes. Uh-huh. Now, fun fact, I just want to say this because I forgot about it earlier on um, in my day, like in <laughs> general. Um, so I've been replaying all the Borderlands games. Gee, what a shock. Um, I forgot Ice-T. Yes, Ice-T. Is a voice in Borderlands 3 as the navigational software. Is he really? <laughs> kind of fucked up. And he got into... A relationship and then a fight with some kind of like combat AI who put him in a stuffed animal and you have to like save the stuffed animal and like plug him into things whatever 
And he's like, no, 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 no. I can, like, do combat. But, like, all he does is basically navigate you. And he's like, no, just have to the med bay. Damn it, I'm still navigating. <laughs> but, like, whenever he succeeds, he's like, navigation, bitches. And it's totally Ice-T, and then he becomes the voice of your ship, like, in the game. And I'm like, I forgot Ice-T was in Borderlands 3. That's fucking funny. Making me laugh all the way. <laughs> I, guess yeah. I, just, I just got to that part in the plot. It's like, That's pretty good. And he's like, navigation, bitches! Navigation, bitches. Or it's like, navigated! Like, yeah. Like, yeah. it's... Anyway. Uh, Ice T was totally the Dolphins handler. You're totally right. They announced a bunch of Star Wars stuff too. Um, most of it, most of the stuff I was looking to, like, excuse me, looking forward to, like the Rogue Squadron movie. That sounds like it's been canceled again. They were going to do a um, Knights of the Old Republic, right? They were going to do Rogue Squadron. Patty, Patty, whatever her name is from Wonder Woman was going to direct it. Oh, okay. And that was going to be a movie, kind of like Rogue One. Okay. It was going to be a standalone. Uh, or maybe it was going to be a series on Disney Plus. I don't remember, but it was going to be kind of a standalone. We're not going to be having all the characters in it. Um, they did show off Mandalorian season three. Um, Probably the next book of Boba Fett. No, they didn't talk about that. Oh, interesting. But they did talk about Mandalorian three, and he's you know he's going to Mandalore. Um, and they talked about Andor because that just came out, and I've watched the first three episodes. It's it's a little slow. But it's you're you're obviously needing to learn more of the backstory of the characters involved and the, what you needed in Rogue One. So well, and you see young um, fucking what is his name? Um, the spy guy, the old spy guy that found the missing piece of the map. Yeah, he's like half robot yeah. at this point. Um, uh, Whitaker. Um, oh, you mean him? Yeah, you see young uh, him. Saul Guerrero. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so the way someone summarized it was you see the beginning of the Alliance in the end of Clone Wars and in the end of, uh, at the beginning of Rebels. You, you see, okay. you see in the end of Rebels and the end of Clone Wars, you see the beginnings of the, of the Rebellion. This is how all the pockets of Rebels came become, to get, become the, the actual Like become alliance. the Rebel right. Alliance. Interesting. Which is why Saw, Saw, Saw Guerrero. It's not that's Saw. That's it. It's Saw Guerrero. Um, that's why he, that's why he's in it is because he was leading one of the rebel cells. Um, yeah, because he's in Rogue One. Uh, yes. But he's, uh, and then they also have Princess Leia's adopted father Clarence in there. Whitaker? No, Terrence. Yeah. Uh, you know him. Whitt- yeah, Whitaker's the right last name. Fuck. Or is it his first name? No, I think it's... Uh, I don't know. I gotta look anyway. up Ghost Dog. All right, Sorry. Go no, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> and then they did show a new animated series. They're, they're doing the second season of the anime where all those stories... Forrest are. Whitaker. Forrest, that's right. <clears throat> that was gonna drive me so insane. they did talk about the new series season of the kind of anime style they did where every every episode was a different style of anime. and Oh, like an anthology, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they got another series coming out that's also animated called... Tales of the Jedi, I think that's what it's I think called. it's called Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. I've heard of that. And it's all like standalone yeah. stuff, um, but it's in between like Clone Wars and um, I don't, uh, it's not released, much past Clone Wars, I don't uh, think. What's her name, Solo Thing? The Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah. I will always fuck her name up, but yeah. Rosario Dawson. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, 
Speaking of Rosario Dawson. I was going to say, do you want <laughs> <laughs> Might as well take that advantage. Take advantage like, let's of let's that. take that segue. Um, so I went last Friday to go see Kevin Smith at the Paramount in Denver. And uh, he was showing, he was on his road tour for Clerks 3. And I went to the previous road show he did, which was for Jay and Silent Bob Redo, which I loved because, well, a lot of reasons. I thought he did a really good job, but I also really enjoyed the fact that he filmed that entire movie in New Orleans. So, like, as I'm watching it, all I could think of was, like, oh, I know that place, and oh, that's this, and oh, that's that. Um, so when he came through Denver showing off uh, Clerks 3, I, of course, jumped at the opportunity. Um, and I won't spoil the money, the movie, because I think everyone should go see this movie or rent it when it comes online for streaming. But it was really, really good. Like, I mean, think of it like he, he literally came full circle from the first Clerks movie. Uh, he's got so many of the actors back, even in just little cameo roles. Ben Affleck is even back in a cameo role for a second. Um, but, the, you know, the, the story is that you know, they're working at the quick stop. Uh, Rosario Dawson's character um, gets referenced. And she is in the movie, but her character gets referenced early on. Um, and then, you know, they're working at the quick stop. Uh, the, the kid, I can't think of his name right now, but the religious kid from Clerks 2 is there. Um, he's still very religious. He's into uh, NFTs and crypto. And his friend is called, like, Blockchain something. Um, and they get in an argument in the middle of their argument. Randall has a heart attack, and he survives. But it, it was very meta because you know it's it's uh, Kevin Smith had his heart attack not that long ago, and you know Kevin's talked about that fairly uh, openly, including like things that were said by the by the doctor he had and issues he had with taking things like his pants off, um, and so all of that it gets thrown into that scene. And after he, you know, survives the heart attack, he's sitting there going, I haven't done anything in my life. I've watched all these movies, but, you know, I've never done anything. And so uh, Dante tells Randall, you should just, ma- I always thought you'd be good at making a movie. And so Randall goes off and starts making a movie about them working in the convenience store. So, like... How very meta. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, the whole movie is, it's more meta than you can possibly realize. <laughs> like, I'm sure I missed things. Um, but, I mean, they brought... Even, they, they obviously brought back some of the bigger characters from all the Clerks movies and, you know, even some of the other, other Fewisk Universe mm-hmm. movies. But, uh, like, even the, 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 the cancer guy, the guy with the lung, he's in, the, he's in Clerks 3. Remember the very beginning, the anti, the Chewy's gum rep? Oh, my God. He's in the movie. Like, where the girl goes, like, back up, motherfucker, uh-huh. with the... Yeah. Yep. And by the way, She's in... Did I hear... Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I was, I was indisposed for a moment. Did I hear that? Is it Wendell or whoever the fuck believes in pillow pants is now into like cryptocurrency? Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay, cool. The guy, the kid from Clerks 2. Yeah, like Ruling all, like that. He started. Yes, he's very religious still, and he's he's creating um, Jesus kite NFTs. Ugh. Kites for Jesus. Of course. Kites become a huge thing throughout the whole. Like, it's a joke that keeps coming back. For whatever reason, okay. kites keep coming back. Um, it it was a great closure to the trilogy of Clerks, Clerks Two and Clerks Three. Uh, I didn't think. I mean, it's a Kevin Smith movie. I've never cried in a Kevin Smith movie before. Really? And I got a little misty. I got, I got a little misty. Yeah, and and it, like 
it wasn't just me either because the whole fucking place was like so there were certain people who were just sobbing at one point was one of them Kevin Smith uh, it's possible but he, he was, has called himself a weepy bitch he is a weepy bitch right. it's possible that he was but he was backstage he, also he was backstage watching everybody's reactions through the screen that's what he likes doing at these He's, mm-hmm. he told us all later in the Q&A session he's like yeah you know you guys sit out here and watch the screen and so you know it looks like a you know the projector is what you see what's projected on the screen is what you see I stand in the back and I can see all you fuckers it's like a two way mirror so I can watch everybody's that's- reactions Awesome and awful all at the same time. It, I think it's his way of making sure. There was there was a joke that he referenced, and I'm not going to spoil it here. But there was a joke he referenced where he's like, you know, it figures in Denver. Although he had shown it in Boulder like the night before or two nights before, he's like, only in Denver so far. This is stop like I think Denver was 13 or 15 out of 50 stops he's making. He's like, you guys are the only ones that caught that fucking joke. Like, and he goes, and I remember writing it, going, this is really good. And he goes, but the fact that no one was catching it, you guys restored my faith in that joke. Nice. Um, he, you know, but the Q and A, that was a long fucking Q. Like in the movie, I heard it, he said it was, was the longest, like, one of the longest he'd done. Actually. Yeah, it was like a according two. to a co- co-host, uh, Calvin was there. As well. Oh yeah, no, it was. It was I wish great. I could have kind of set you guys up. Like if I were known, uh, yeah, you both would have been there. I didn't know he was gonna be there. Um, yeah, no, I mean it was like an hour and a half, hour forty-five minute long Q and A session because the movie was over by like. It was about an hour and a half because I think the movies were right around nine twenty, nine thirty, and he didn't end the QA until like eleven, eleven ten. When he came out immediately and started answering questions, but Kevin likes to talk a lot, so famously, you know, somebody asked a really simple question like, "Where the?" Someone did ask, "Where the number thirty-seven come from?" Thirty-seven dicks, <laughs> and. Kevin started Kevin off... Kevin suck any more dick on the way out. He started off... He started Where are you off going? answering the question, and the next thing you know, he's off on a fucking tangent for like 20 minutes. And then he goes, shit, what was your question again? He goes, like, 37. Where'd it come from? And he goes, oh, I heard a girl in high school say nine was a lot, and then I doubled that. And so I but doubled I it. That. Well, no, because then he said, yeah, I'm going to use the number 18. And one of his other friends, other female friends, was like, no, Kevin, that's not a lot either. He goes, so I doubled that and added one. <laughs> The end. The next end. question. No, and then the next question was, where did Steve Dave come from? Which I heard was very long <clears throat> It was God. Yeah, because that was another one where he started off talking about the comic book store that he and Walt Flanagan and all these guys would go buy comics from because if you've, you've ordered from comic book stores, you had the folders, right? You yeah. have your folder, you pre-order all your comics, and you get you know a percentage off or whatever, right. some percentage off. When you well, have a box. at this particular store, which was called... Comicology or Comicsology, which is very, it was very similar to the app that they use. But it was used. something like that, and it's actually mm-hmm. in the background of one of the shots of Mall Rats. It is, yeah. But um, sorry, I heard, I heard the story, so yeah. I mean, I so kinda, so he. Uh, I wasn't there. He and Walt were there been. because if you pre-ordered, you got thirty-five percent discount on your books, which, which is which huge. is huge, which is giant. I don't know how that guy was making any fucking money off those books then. Well, that's why he's. That's why he had his own store. <laughs> when, you, when you get the, the final number on what Kevin Smith bought it for, uh-huh. that's mm-hmm. how you get it. Yeah. So years later, or I guess Walt Walt had always told Kevin that he wanted. This is a story that was the, the skewed off spinoff. Walt had always told Kevin, "I want to manage a store, a comic book store. I think it'd be the coolest thing in the world." So when Kevin went to go to the store one day after, after Clerks before Mallrats. Okay. So he hadn't 
been signed to do Mallrats yet. And I will yet. say, uh, we're not on an hour and a half Q&A, so do, do the I, I'm, I am. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going nearly in depth. I don't want to cut you off. I'm just... Yeah, no, I'm keeping track of time, too. My phone's right here. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he goes into the store. The guy tells me he's selling it. Do you want to buy it? And Kevin's like, well, how much? And he goes, 60000 And Kevin just goes, $60,000? All right, 30000 like, didn't oh, even have to negotiate. The guy was just like, okay, fine, 30000 And he cut it down even more. Yeah, he did. He got it for like $27,000. It's like $27,75 something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that became Jane's on Bob's secret stash, which as soon as he bought it, he turned around, went to Walt Flynn, and he goes, hey, man, come work for me. He's like, no. Which, you're out of your goddamn mind. But okay. I mean, he's. Well, and he I didn't had, want to give up uh, his he health stabi- benefits. He had stability and health benefits working for the rec center still, making $12,000 a year, which I'm like, even back in the 90s, 12000 you couldn't live on $12,000 a year. Not really, not not in any major city. Like maybe Red Bank, New Jersey, I guess. But I don't want to step on your story, but I will. Um, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, but ended up that. Kevin Smith made him the highest paid comp yeah. store manager for like 50 like, or 60 grand. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I heard 50. And he still wouldn't do it. Oh, he finally, no, he finally did agree to do it. At, at that, it was at that amount, he did so, finally agree to do it. And but, this, this, oh, I'm sorry. Go I'm sorry. ahead. I'm sorry, this is the impetuous uh, of how comp uh, man started. Yes, that's what I'm getting to, but that's not. What so, so he had the comic store for a while. He walked in one day, he's like, Look guys, you know it was like nine years later, he's like, I don't have anything left, the tank's empty. Talking about the movies he had made. He was he thought he was done for a while. Um, he goes, I don't have any more magic tricks, so you know, enjoy you know, I can I can leave this open for another couple of years, but let's figure something else out. And then right as he gives him that talk is when AMC showed up and they're like, We okay, want I to didn't do, know that part. Yeah. So um, AMC showed up and they're like, Yeah, we want to do a story about a, a reality show about comic books. About nerds, and he goes, well, because well, they wanted something to follow The Walking Dead, and so Kevin Smith at first was trying to do, use any comic books for him. We remembered that he had his own. Calls up Walt Flynn and goes, "Hey, MC wants to do a show," and he hung up on him about the comic book store, and and Walt hung up on him, and he calls him back. He says, "Did you just hang up on me?" He's like, "Yeah, because I know what you're going to fucking ask. I don't want to do a TV show." And so he finally got Walt to say, "I'll do it if Brian is in it." And he's like, "Brian doesn't even work for the store." And he goes, "I know." And so then Kevin had to call Brian and get Brian to come back into the show. And Brian didn't want to do it either. But he had a bum knee. And Kevin said, make your money and get your knee fixed off the show. And that's why Brian came back, which is why Walt had to do the show. And then even during the, the original sizzle reel, I guess, they were making, Kevin's like, look, guys, you know, this is where you should, like, I know you don't want to do this, but if you want to make, this could make you money. You need to, like, pull it out of your ass and, and act. And so... Watching Walt on that show is nothing like he is in person. Because <laughs> he's always like, hey guys, let's go do this today. That's not Walt planning it at all. I was under the impression, and I'm sorry, this is hmm? objection hearsay. Um, I thought, from what how Calvin told me, Walt wouldn't, t- wouldn't take the job working at mm-hmm. Secret Stash unless Brian, but he yeah. meant... He meant the AMC He show. meant comic <clears throat> men. Jesus. It was a TV show. And it was like, uh, well... Because the store was open for a long time before the TV show even ever came into it. I just thought it was one of those like, 
you know, like with like the Kardashians were like, we should have a show about us. Yeah, and then let's it make did. money off the fact our sister got fucked on film and released to the internet. Thanks, mom. Is Kanye going to be on the next issue or episode or whatever? Oh, God. Who cares? Um, but comic book man, like, I watched that. Yeah. Like, it was like it, six or seven episodes, seasons oh, too. No, it went at least like three, four seasons. I said six or seven seasons. I didn't. I, meant, oh, I said sorry, episodes, sorry, and then I corrected sorry, myself. Sorry. Um, like Ming and Mike became uh-huh. like internet sensations. Oh, yeah. The podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I got in trouble with a then girlfriend after watching that show what'd you do uh I SWAT kicked open our bedroom door while she was asleep and started (laughs) cursing a lot okay it was the episode where they had the I think it was the 9.5 or 9.9 um slabbed or like what is it CGC yeah the the sealed in plastic and yeah yeah yeah, slabbed issue of um Walking Dead number one, which was worth like ten thousand dollars, and I saw that. I had previously worked for My Like Comics, and when I worked there, they were like, "You get a bunch of comps, like yeah, you know, so you can tell people like what's coming out." And they're like, "Oh, there's this thing called Walking Dead. Um, it's uh, Robert Kirkman. I'm like the guy who wrote Battle Pope." <laughs> like I'm gonna read a black and white zombie comic by the guy who wrote Battle Pope. Yes. Nah, I'm out. You are. And I could have had first edition, first printing, maybe not slapped. Right, but, but still, then, you would have kept. Would have been worth at least uh-huh. half of that. Half of that. Right. Might have been four to five thousand dollars. And I was, my daughter's mom had gone to bed. Thankfully, my daughter was already asleep. I, as I say, like I swat kicked the door, and I didn't 100, mm-hmm. percent but it was about 80. percent Yeah. Like where I like burst into the fucking son of bedroom. a bitch. And yeah. I was like, God fucking damn it! And she woke up and she's like, What? And I'm like, I could have had like a five thousand dollar comic for And if it was worth like ten grand back then, imagine what it's probably worth now. now. And she was like, What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like. I'll tell you tomorrow. Oh, like one of those were like, yeah. like I'm too angry. You're. I just, <laughs> I I just realized like, what I did. <laughs> I just realized what I did. Um, um, and the next day she was like, so you just decided to burst into our bedroom, start yelling profanities about a comic book show. And wake my ass up. Yeah. And I was like, was I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. Fire. So this is the whole story he tells <laughs> in response to how did Steve Dave come around? And then he catches himself at the end of that story because there was more to it than that. I mean, I gave an abbreviated version of it just now. He turns around and goes, "Fuck! You asked how you how we gave the name Steve Dave? Yeah, well, the guy that we the guy that owned the store, we could never remember everything was Steve or Dave, so we started saying Steve Dave, thinking one day he would correct us, and he never did. Like ever, they would say it all the time, and he never corrected it. And one thing I do want to bring I, up. At some point, I'm, I'm imagining since he bought the store from the guy, he knows his name now. Legally, like, yeah. <laughs> that's actually what I was about to say. I'm like, he had to have found out. Right. He's not saying. No. But, but that's where the that's Steve the birth from. of, you know, that's, tell him Steve Dave. Yep, that's where Steve Dave came from. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. And at the end of it, I got to have a picture taken with him. And, oh, nice. Yeah, you know, I, I had him sign my uh, Green Arrow number one that he wrote. Quiver. Uh-huh. 
I pulled it out of my backpack and I handed it to him. And I'm like, I had to bring this one to get signed by because like some people were getting the little VIP badges signed or they were getting the which is nice. Know, I mean, it was, it was just, no, it was nice. I, mean, I, I get it, but I was like, I mean, I could pull out a clerk's DVD that I probably still have laying around. I'm like, no, that's not worth it. I, I don't care about that. I do care about Green Arrow. And Green Arrow number one, I had that entire ra- series that he wrote. Right, him and Phil Hester. Mm-hmm. 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 And I loved it because it was the first way, it was the first time I'd really seen a true... Green Arrow comic. Well, no. Well, well no. Yeah, no. 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 It's true... Danny O'Neill. Well, yeah, but I mean, Green Arrow had been officially dead for a long fucking time. Until like, in the real, Kevin I mean, Smith In back. real time, it was like 20 years. Yeah, until Kevin Smith brought him back. Yeah, so, because I mean, they killed him in like the early 80s, mid-80s. And he didn't come back until, uh, fuck, 2000, 2001. Yeah. So. When I was working my life. Mm-hmm. So I brought that one to get signed by him. And everybody got a copy of the script, like the, the screenplay signed. Which was funny because I was flipping through it. And I, re- I went to the last page. And there's a voiceover that did not occur at the end of Clerks 3 um, in the actual movie. But it's in the, it's in the script. And if you watch the movie, he does, it, during the credits, come on and say... Hey, this was something I was going to put in there, but I didn't, and I want to read it to you anyway because I think it's important. And it was just it was something about Randall and how he and how Randall ended his life at the age of like ninety-two years old or something like that. Oh, and nice! So we had yeah. a happy ending. Yeah, happy endings. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it was very good. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm, I'm I'm hoping if you have an opportunity to go see the roadshow, go to the roadshow. Um, I mean, if you can't afford the VIP tickets, that's fine. But go to the Roadshow because seeing it with all these people around you that are also huge Kevin Smith fans, like it made it that much better. Like it was fifty bucks to go see it, and then have the Q and A after. Um, I know. I know you and I talked about <clears throat> disposable income. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I might have to dig through, and if I have, I think I have a Kevin Smith hero click. Oh my god. To get that signed, I'd travel wherever I have to That'd go. That'd be pretty awesome. To fucking do. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, it was part of the, um, what's his name, uh, Morgan Spurlock did uh, the documentary uh, about Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And he released, with the DVD, it was an um, exclusive set of uh, Hero Clicks, which is a tabletop game that mm-hmm. you and my nerd friends play. Um, and one of them was Morgan Spurlock, um, Joss Whedon, who's incredibly powerful. <clears throat> Powerful. 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 Um, Before it got canceled. He's, he's so powerful. Yeah, he is. Uh, in, in, at least in the game. And I think there might be a Kevin Smith one That'd in be there. Awesome. Like, if I could get that signed somehow about a, a silver marker because it's a lot of black. I would say, I would, I'd about to say, if you're going to go and get something signed, bring a silver marker. He only carried a black one while he was signing in Denver. Uh, there were kids that brought silver markers. Look, it's 2022. African-American. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, it worked sorry. out in my comic because he just Wakanda signed it. Forever. He, sound, he signed it on the, on the tip of the, of the arrow that's oh, on the cover. yeah. It looks good. No, I mean, you can see the whole signature. It looks good because that whole tip of the arrow is like silver white. So the black stood out on oh, it. Oh, because it is like the arrowhead on the mm-hmm. cover, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, but I would recommend, and I thought about it as I was like walking in the theater. I'm like, Fuck me, I should have grabbed a silver Sharpie. But, yeah, whatever. Um, he's short. Yeah, he's not. I didn't realize a fuck. I mean, I knew he was short-ish. Like, well, I he lost, well, money, he lost a lot of weight. But, like... Yeah, no, I knew that. But, like, he's not, like, a tall dude. No, I, I, I'll, I'll show you the picture off air. Like, I, I tower over him. 
<laughs> but, it, it, but okay, you're taller than I. I'm six one. Yeah. Okay, well that's a lot taller than me. I guess that's I. I keep forgetting. I've. I've <laughs> I always really forget. Well, no, I forget. Like an average height of a man in in America is like five seven to five ten. Oh, good. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so to speak. Anyway, no, but like, have you read any of the um, the Sam and Slim books? Yeah. So we met him at one of the comic cons. Oh, nice. And it's like, in all the pictures, you know the pictures of him like in the back of the book? Richard Cadre is his name. He's like, arms crossed, shit tons, fucking tattoos yeah. and piercings. He's like dancing tall. He's like five feet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like when he got up, I was like, what the fuck? I think I could take you. And I was like, I think I could take you. Like, and he's talking about like, I've had a gun like in my face. And I'm like, yeah, but you're like four seven. <laughs> Who was holding that gun, Dorothy? Like <laughs> any of the other lollipop representatives? Like oh what the fuck? The lollipop killed. Yeah. Um, I, this is all I've really got. I mean, I've watched Andor, but I don't want to talk about that yet because you're okay. not not in depth because you haven't gotten to really see it yet. Uh, and I think we, enjoy we might it. do one like right before you leave, and I'll, yeah, I'll just do an Andor one. Um, I mean, or you know, after I leave, then you know, I'll yeah, call in or we'll do it. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, she Hulk's been fucking great. She Hulk has been. I've I, I really do really want to keep talking about She Hulk because it's just so no, fucking fun. I've thoroughly enjoyed that. I didn't think anything of it. A lot like, okay, I know you didn't like it. I did like Obi Wan Kenobi. Still haven't watched it. Um, oh, I thought you weren't really. It was one of those moments where I'm like, okay, you're going to do a series on Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm sure I'll watch it. But I wasn't excited about it. Kind of felt the same way about She Hulk. Fine. I'll watch it because I'm sure you're going to have cool shit in it. But pleasantly surprised. But then it's like starting up, I'm like, this is fucking great. Like, this, they literally wrote the screenplays the way the comic was written back in. Like, yeah. most of the comics were fun and lighthearted, uh-huh. and, you know. And they break the fourth wall. Yeah. But, like, and like and not like. And I want to say this in reference to Deadpool 2, not Deadpool 1. Mm-hmm. Where it doesn't seem forced. Mm-hmm. Like, Deadpool 1, oh, hi. Like, are you wondering whose right. balls I have to suck to, you know, whatever? Like, it's Pulverine. Whose ball did I suck? I have to suck. And he's got a pair of smooth criminals. Like, yeah. like, ha, ha, ha. Like, Deadpool 2, it was, I, it's my opinion, very forced. Um, and it wasn't, as, it wasn't as good as Subtle, it wasn't... But, like, She-Hulk, like, there's an episode where, like, they're at the bar at the very end of the episode, and she goes, oh, A storyline and B storyline meet up. Nice. <laughs> and then, like, she just snaps back yeah. into it. Like, I'm like, there. Like, that was the fun of it. No. And I can't remember who wrote that. I, I want to say it's Peter David, and I could be wrong. Um, it could be David, uh, David Michelin. I, once again, could be wrong. Um... But She-Hulk is so fun. I'm like, once again, going back to the fact that last episode or two episodes ago, they teased Daredevil mm-hmm. and her super suit. Yeah. And then they did like a standalone, like just Jen at a wedding. And literally the title was like, just Jen. And I'm like, yeah, oh, we're having fun with this. It's oh, yeah. it's what like um, Legends of Tomorrow became. Yes. It's like, it's just fucking fun. Yes, it is. And it doesn't have to be dark or gritty or continuity yeah. based. I mean, you can have a little bit of that, but like, it's just fun, yep. and it's it's more than popcorn. It's more than cotton candy, but it's less than like beholden to like this has to be a thing. 
Right. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I'm totally in agreement with you. No, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking for the rest of the series. Um, I want to <clears> see like how they bring in Daredevil, how they pull off Daredevil. Yeah. Well, I mean, are they going to do like another Spider-Man thing where it's just Matt Murdock as Matt Murdock, or are they actually going to have Daredevil in it? I'm curious. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, I want to talk about real quick. Go ahead. It'll be super quick. All the upcoming games, because I just had that on my list, because um, <laughs> for the next weeks, months, I'll be talking about the new games I'm playing. Um, it's the end of September, so beginning of October, I will have uh, the new new Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, I know we, I've talked about Borderlands ad nauseum on many shows. Yeah. Well, too bad I'm going to keep doing it because I'm going to have a new Borderlands game <laughs> um, with three playable characters. Uh, at the end of October, I've got Gotham Knights, which I'm super excited for. The Rocksteady open world um, where you can play as Batgirl, Nightwing, uh, I believe it's Damien, Robin, or okay. Red Hood. Or not Red Hood. Uh, no, yeah. No, I'm right. Red Hood. Um, the um, Not Tim Drake. Who's the other one? Jason Todd. Yep. There you go. The resurrected Red Hood. Um, I'll definitely play as him because as much as I like to beat the crap out of people with um, electrified sticks a la Nightwing, I'd rather have rubberized bullets and just take them out. Um, let's be honest, my first playthrough is going to be fucking Red Hood. Uh, yeah. My second playthrough, playthrough would probably be Nightwing. Okay. Uh, November, oof, my goof. November is going to be God of War Ragnarok. Oh, that's right. That's I'm going to play the fuck out of that. I'm amazed I don't have a Kratos tattoo at this point. Um, I do have a Borderlands tattoo, and you know, if my job would just let me, I would actually have like the red like across my eyes, like yeah. on my face tattoo. Nice. Like, oh yeah, I would do that shit. Fucking Ghost of Sparta? Goddamn right. Um, and after that, I've got the Hogwarts Legacy open world Harry Potter game, which I think comes out either at the end of this year or beginning of next the only thing I'm a little worried about that is that there's a moral compass a la games like Infamous where your decisions actually do play into like if you're good goes. or bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I've played the Infamouses Infamai? Infamai. Infamai. The last Infamous game I played I, I re-got on PlayStation Plus and I played like good and I was like oh I'm going to save bystanders and heal them it was a lot of fun and then when I replayed it as like a bad guy and mm. I kicked them into oblivion literally like just kicked them into ashes I was like I feel bad like I saved you last <laughs> time but like this time I'm just like you had children like you're talking about your kids and I'm like die <laughs> so I'm a little worried about the moral compass on the new Harry Potter game. Because uh, I'm a Ravenclaw, and that could go a lot of different ways morally, and I don't want to slide into Slytherin. Sorry. Yeah. I just don't. That's fine. But I ain't playing that fucking Hufflepuff bullshit. I ain't playing good two shoes. Sorry. No worries. But and on that uh, note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess this is uh, it for me for a minute. Temporarily. Yeah. 
So and we might meet up in like you know a week or, or two before you yeah, leave. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I was also thinking, you know, I'll be up here probably about once a month ish. Um, yeah, depending absolutely. on how well we can schedule stuff in advance. You let me know. Yeah, maybe we can do it again. So, all right. Uh, so that's it from uh, Doug's acute. No, 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 Doug's acute. Clap vomit. Doug, Doug's acute clap vomit. <laughs> Which is going to be the name of all of our shows. I'm just going to change it to all of them. Like, that's it. That's that's all it is. We have three different shows called Doug's Acute Clap Vomit. Shooting the gap or some bullshit. Shooting the applause in the clap. Ooh, I don't. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's new disease. And, and remember, only suck clean dick. That's what it's, it's, the, it's the long monkey pox. That's how you get the mm-hmm. long monkey boxes shooting the shit. Yeah, shooting the gap in the applause. Shooting the gap in the clap. <laughs> Good night, internet. Yay. If you've liked what you've heard, check out some of our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, Nerd Vomit, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Play, or www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.